Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your pod dad, Hal Lublin from Tights and Fights. Have you given us a five-star rating yet on Apple Podcasts? Why don't you be like Lumberjack Rock, who says that we've had them laughing and appreciating wrestling in a way they haven't in years. Don't use those words. Be original. Be yourself. But give us five stars. That part you can copy on Apple Podcasts or wherever you rate podcasts. Help us get the word out and grow the nation of conversation. But now, let's get into some wrestling. Lumberjack Rock is a great name. Yeah. I like those names where it's just I'm put th- just two things. <laughs> I'm just gonna put two things together. Well, I'm a saw in a tree, just a saw in a tree. <laughs> I love that shit. It's so good. Tights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Daniel and there's guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fight podcast. Fight that's asthma, kids. Uh, how Hal killed himself. <laughs> Just give me a half hour. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the <laughs> show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. While I still have oxygen, I'm the nightmare of Potplex City, Hal Lublin. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I'm joined by my fellow members of the nation of conversation, the Bapex Predator, Danielle Radford. <laughs> oh, hello. That's I like a, that. That's very nice. It's good, isn't that it? Very nice. Nice. It's a keeper, but we'll never hear it again. We don't repeat here. We do. That's fine. Fresh ones every week. It's like horse That's racing. Got to have a new name, man. New mm-hmm. name. <laughs> That's right. Grandpa's folly becomes <laughs> grandma's distress. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that voice you heard was Chicago's greatest export, Mike Eagle. Okay. <laughs> Just like Vienna sausages. Wait, is that from Chicago? Probably from Vienna, but they eat a lot of them there. Oh, that was that was Samoa Joe. I just figured it out. <laughs> oh my it took me the whole time. It was all for nothing. No, it, no, it's for something. It was all for nothing. Because I just figured it out. Because I was nothing. like, I was like, I know this beat and I couldn't place it. And then just right now, I was like, wait a minute. Dinosaur noise. I know who that was. You know what? The best part was watching Danielle when I did it in the first place. Just give me this dead-eyed stare. Like, what is he doing? Why is he doing it? Then she got it. Then she was into it. I was, I was like, it. I'm sure Mike is also a I had a live lying eyes because <laughs> yeah. I had no recollection for, lection for a long time. I did taping up for one of my other shows on Monday. And every time like we would have a break where I would fuck up a line, I would just go womp, 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 womp. And like no one knew what I was doing. Because <laughs> no one, uh, you know, it's fine. No one watches wrestling on the plus side show that I do. Someday. They'll Someday. get into it. You'll get him there. I'll get him there. Oh, it's been a full weekend of WWE wrestling with tons of things to talk about. Let's dive right in with NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. All right, let's start out with the biggest news that came out of the show. Adam Cole has made his debut and aligned himself with Bobby Fish. And (sighs) Kyle O'Reilly, here is a clip. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish again. A 
by the way, there was a great network exclusive yes! of them just walking up some fucking stairs and leaving. Yeah, it was great. Obviously, I'm the the dumb WWE only mark. I've heard of Adam Cole. I've not heard of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish before. But all I know about them now is that they that they came out during TakeOver and they're really good at walking in a straight line and leaving buildings. Oh, man, they fucking kill it walking in a straight line and killing. That's what, primarily what they're known for. Tell, tell, me, about, tell me about these guys and uh, why I should be super excited. Because I am excited, especially yeah. Adam Cole. I know he's been one of the big names out there that they have been yet to, to, to land and now he's here. So they're all Ring of Honor guys. Right. Which is great. Adam Cole has been, like, the champ a bunch of times. Adam Cole used to be a member of the Bullet Club. I think everyone here kind of knows about the Bullet Club. I mean, did, when did he not become a member of the Bullet Club? They turned on him when they oh. when Marty came in. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole thing where... So he was in the ring with the Young Bucks, and... Because um, he was in the Elite, wasn't he? Or was that just Kenny in the, in the Young Bucks? No, he was in Super Click. Yeah, super Click, super okay. Click. Super and click. so then Kenny came on screen and was like, you've always got to have villains and heroes and blah, blah, blah. And they did the kind of the thing they did with AJ when they got rid of AJ before AJ. And that's when everyone was like, Adam's going to WWE. Because then Marty came out with this fucking creepy everything and his amazing God, umbrella. And, yeah. like, <laughs> and it was great. Have you seen Marty's girl, Hal? I've seen pictures, I think. Oh, he's amazing. Bruh. Yeah? yeah. Bruh. I should check him out. But NXT is basically it's PWG now. Yeah, okay. NXT is PWG all, now. All of those people are like, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, Aleister Black. Mm -hmm. uh, all those people are, are PWG regulars. Yeah. All right. I did see a really funny fake article on, I think, like, Kayfabe News or one of those other kind of, like, Onion-style wrestling ones where mm -hmm. they were like, Adam Cole tries to step out from the, behind the shadow of his father, famous wrestler Michael Cole. Yes, they had him in this singlet <laughs> with the headgear on. So funny. All right, so he made his debut right after Drew McIntyre took the NXT title from Bobby Roode. Boo! Does Sorry. it seem like this is just a hot shot so they could get the title onto Adam Cole? N nothing against Drew McIntyre. So many things all. against Drew McIntyre. This is me speaking. <laughs> I know. Me, I'm Hal, sorry. Just you. I know I'm you have sorry. a lot against him, but <laughs> you know they, 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 they have built him up in this second run with the company, and then he gets the world title, and it, apparently it's just to start a program with Adam Cole. With Adam and Adam Cole was super over. There, yeah. There's no way that they obviously they knew who he was bringing him in. They're aware that this crowd is familiar with him as well, which would dictate that in NXT style, they'll probably fast-track him to the title just like they did with Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. So does this leave Drew McIntyre kind of lost in the shuffle again? Does that mean that he'll get called up soon as well? W what are you thinking? Here's my thing. I don't know where you put Drew McIntyre if he gets called up right now. With like, Kendra I, I, Mahal? <laughs> like, I just don't... I, don't like, <laughs> I just don't know where you... Like, what do you do with him? Where do you put him, you know? There's... We have a lot of talent on both shows... <laughs> I love and I hate y'all. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> well, uh, now there are three man indie band. Like I don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after Rude lost, he immediately made his debut Tuesday night on SmackDown. Oh my god! As a baby face. I loved that moment when he came out. And he did, ha and this was kind of a face moment where he comes out and everyone obviously, there's a huge pop, everyone starts singing to him and it's all pointed at him and he just goes like, wow. 
that was just a night. I watched it like four times and mm. then I cried. Man, there's been a lot of me crying at wrestling in the last like week <laughs> or so. It's supposed to it's make us cry. Really, it's supposed to make us when cry. When it's good, right? it's supposed to make us cry yeah. like little children. Man, I cried so much at wrestling in the last like two, three weeks. It's been great. Keep making me cry, wrestling. <laughs> NXT is good for tears. NXT is good for yeah. tears. Raw's tears occasionally. SmackDown is just frustration know. tears. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Alistair Black versus Hideo Itami. I'll be honest, I've not been watching NXT as much. This was my first good look at him. Mm. Jeez, that guy is great. Oh my god. And like odd, like you don't expect someone who looks like that to move like that. And I guess that's the magic of Alistair Black. Yes. Hideo Itami, I'm surprised he's still there. Just because he does not seem to be into it. And I'm sure he, it's nothing to say that he is not a talented guy and not a good wrestler, but it just seems like whatever the man, bloom is off the rose. He had for, a hard fucking road, man. He did. He did. He had a hard road. But it seems like he knows. There's, am I crazy that it feels like he knows that he's not long for NXT and he's just sort of like. Yeah, I'll do whatever you need me to do, but I'm not super, he's, like, uh, into it. I don't want to believe that, because, like, he's so good. And, it, and it, it's, I'm trying to think of someone else who has had a more difficult road since coming to WWE. Who has had it rougher than him? The Tommy came in over, people were so excited that he and was there. Then, and then he, then he had the Sports Illustrated curse and got hurt. Or the, the Madden curse, whatever. You I mean, call it's it. good that they've turned him heel, and I feel like that to me is why I'm not quite ready to say that it's over yet. Because I, I feel agree. like he's got a little bit more time to find a groove as a heel. The baby face, it definitely was not working. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at uh, Almas, he was Great. completely floundering <gasps> as a baby face. He was just lost, and he's found such a second act in NXT. As a heel, honestly, I, I love his heel work. Yes. Maybe, maybe that same thing can be said for Tommy once he finds a little bit more of a groove in that character. That is true. And let's talk about Almas and and Gargano. It was a great match where it served to put to help Andrade Cien Almas climb the ladder a little bit, and it also furthered the Gargano Champa storyline because he succumbed, he 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 succumbed he succumbed he succumbed to succumbed. a t-shirt he, succ- <laughs> he succumbed to a t-shirt I, I mean I guess that's better than the music hitting and him all of a sudden being like what the takeovers are basically where I check in with NXT and so much seems to have changed from this one to the last one mm-hmm. I saw because I was surprised that it wasn't Champa and Gargano I'm like where where is that feud and I guess that this is furthering that but I'm but it's it, Champa's hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that okay? Okay. He got injured that. during their ladder match, and then you know they had the brutal attack on Gargano. Right. The end of that match, which was great, but he's been keeping it going on Twitter. His Twitter feed is brutal. That's oh really my god! Yeah. Literally, like posting all these things, like "Happy Birthday" and like different things, like trolling. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. The Happy Father's Day from your dad. Oh, yeah. And things where he'll like he'll like manipulate pictures or like cut him out of pictures and like, but blatantly. Oh my god, it's so good. His Twitter game is immaculate. Yeah, word up. Uh, Let's talk about uh, the other uh, big match, which was Oscar beating Ember Moon to retain her women's championship, and now she has a broken collarbone and is out six to eight weeks. Ember Moon has a broken collarbone. No, 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 Oscar. Oscar. Does she? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, no. But you know what? I don't think that matters because she wouldn't have defended the title for that. She just would have come out and done promos until TakeOver. Mm -hmm. So now the women's division has a chance to reshuffle again. So much talent in that women's division. And especially with the Mae Young Classic coming up, which I'm super excited about. Yes, yes. Are we going to watch that somewhere, you guys? I would love to watch that somewhere. Like watch it together? Yeah. Well, they put out. When When are they putting out the episodes? Does it start this week? For the end of it, do we want to do it? I have an apartment now, so I get really excited I about it. I would love like, to. Let's, I have a couch. How, how many episodes are we talking about getting together to watch here? I mean, just like the finals. Okay. We can watch let's everything do the finals. else. Like, let's our... do the finals. Yeah, let's do the yeah, finals. We can do everything yeah. else on our own. We're yeah. adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. We know how to watch wrestling. I bet, you it's, like I bet you it's going to happen while I'm out of town, but I would love if I'm here, Aww. I'm down. If I'm here, I'm down. I'm just saying, I have my own place now. I got a couch. It's very you're, exciting. You're a grown up. That's most of a party. Before we wrap up TakeOver, can somebody. I want to talk about somebody. Oh, no. We're gonna, you're going to die head first. I don't want the race! A hot bucket of SummerSlam. Oh, my God. And you're God. not coming up until you're just, get, like, you just are hoping. It hurts. That this is the last breath that I may ever take. My and God. that's when you come out of the bucket to take a breath. And you know what happens? You go back into the bucket. The SummerSlam bucket. <laughs> when did Sanity become baby faces? In the match. <laughs> that's what I wanted to know. That's what I was going to say. If you've got any thoughts about TakeOver Brooklyn 3, let us know about it. Find us at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back, we're going to dunk Mike's head in a hot bucket of SummerSlam. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Come on and slam and welcome to mm, the mm. summer. It's the biggest party of the summer. <laughs> Hi, I'm comedian Emily Heller. And I'm cartoonist Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. Do you want to learn weird new facts? Do you like hearing successful creative women talk about their poop? Do you want the scoop on Martha Stewart's pony? If you answered yes to any of these questions, our show is for you. We interview people like Paul F. Tompkins, Kristen Shaw, Michael Che, and more. So check us out on Maximum Fun. And let us mess up your brain. Yes, please. Baby Geniuses, we know everything. Baby Geniuses, tell us something we don't know. Hey, Max Fun fans, it's me, Jesse, the owner of Maximum Fun. I've got a question for you. Will you help us make our shows better? We wanted to find a way to find out what the Max Fun community thinks about our shows. So we started something called the Max Fun Listener Panel. Basically, you subscribe to a podcast feed, and twice a month or so, roughly speaking, we'll send you an episode of a show and instructions on how to fill out a quick survey about what you think about that show. Ten questions. Nothing too crazy. You'll be hearing existing shows that we're thinking about making changes to. Secret pilots of shows that we're developing that you'll only hear this way. Uh, Shows we're considering adding to the network. And what you think about them really matters to us. So to join the panel, it's easy. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. That's MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. Thanks for helping make Max Fun better. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined in the booth by Daniel Rappin. and Mike Eagle. It's time for the second major WWE pay-per-view of the year. <laughs> 
Get your buckets ready. It's SummerSlam. It's Bummer Slam. <laughs> you really want to start? It's so sad. Look, I cold read these. I'm, I'm, I'm mad enough to admit it. And we're starting with the best match of the night. That means we have to just climb down the ladder into a <laughs> pile of shit that's been set on fire. Let's start with Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman versus Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> I mean, what a great match. The, oh, what did I say? I said it would be great. God. I'm taking full credit for how great that match you was. You should. You should. You, you booked took, it. You took all the bumps. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. It was great. I took every bump. Mm-hmm. I did all the booking. You did all the planning. I did all the planning. You I was the amazing. agent on that match. You put the ring together. Uh huh. I assembled the chair for Brock. I mean, geez, the two table bumps and then him turning the third table over on it was Brock. Beautiful. Oh, man. I was making jokes about that. I was like, there's no way he wasn't a customer service representative. And like, and like <laughs> he's too good at throwing off. Chairs. I've been there. Yeah, he threw another perfect office chair throw. I just. He's a magical man. Is Braun Strowman my new favorite special baby? He might. Yes. Oh, I think I might. mm, Me and Sasha are fine, but I think that like, oh no, man, Braun's uh, Braun's in there. Yeah. He's getting his way to like he's. I feel like he's been there. Let me ask you this. I think the hardest thing in a fatal four-way or a multi-person match when it's more than two is to make sure everybody is well-featured. And triple threats, that's a little bit easier to do because generally one person rests, two people work, and so forth. I feel like in this match, everybody had super strong moments except for Joe. Not that Joe looked weak. Not that Joe didn't have his moments. But it did feel like... He w- in my mind as a viewer and someone who enjoys his work immensely, I would have liked to have seen him look a little more dominant, especially over Brock. I mean, they, we got little highlights of him trying to choke out Brock again, but I, I just think which was great. But yeah. you know what? Like everyone had good moments. Yeah. Everyone had. I would argue everyone had great moments, but like everyone else got like a star moment where it was like, oh shit. And yeah. Joe, I don't think got no shit moment. So, so Braun Strowman retains, mm-hmm. or no, Brock Lesnar retains. Yeah, Brock my Lesnar. goodness, Braun Strowman has nothing. <laughs> he has nothing. He has nothing. Look, he has nothing, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Brock Lesnar retains his title. That's why they pay us the big bucks. <laughs> After returning from injury, shades of Kurt Angle in two thousand. Except Kurt Angle wasn't the champion. Uh, was it the right move to have Brock retain here? And I know we're looking at this through the lens of now he's going to f- face Braun Strowman, which is a great match. Uh, that's a money match. Also, and this is the only, because of what happened with John Jones. Oh, boy. Sometimes, occasionally, you do have to, like, peel back the curtain and look at the stuff. And y'all know I, I don't really look at a lot of rumors. Like, I enjoy analysis. But this isn't, like, a rumor. This was everywhere yesterday. John Jones was the dude who, and that's part of the reason why everyone was like, well, Brock against John is going to happen because John Jones called out Brock Lesnar. And then yesterday it came out that he was super fucking juicing during his last match against um, my baby boo. DC, Daniel Cormier. Cute, uh, cute, sad chub boy, uh, Daniel Cormier. Uh But Jones could be suspended for four years. His career could be over. He's had too many things now where he's either gotten popped for, for um, now he got bad blood, or oh. uh, he hit a pregnant lady and then drove away in his car. Oh, Lord. And so he Wait, was on, He does a lot of cocaine, too. He does a lot of cocaine. I don't want to talk about this guy anymore. Yeah, and <laughs> so, but, but 
only like in the context of this, that was the idea of that match, Brock versus John. Okay. was the reason why people were driving that like well Brock's leaving Brock's leaving he's gonna go he's do this leaving. blah 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 that match ain't happening now his contract goes through Wrestlemania he wasn't leaving anyway wow I don't know who thought that he was wa- you're not gonna walk away from money no but this was one of those things where it was so much money where Vince could have made a deal or something could have happened yeah I because don't know John about that. is like one of the like some people call him the best in the world which I mean every time he's fought and like one big stuff, He's been, like, on hella drugs. So <laughs> I don't know if you can call him the best in the world. Yeah, but... best in the world of doing drugs. Yeah, they should just have a steroid contest, the two of them. Just see who just sit. Oh, see that'll who be the new Tough the Enough. Most. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of people throwing chairs, just angry all the time. Just nonstop injections. Except just not until... Braun Strowman, so they can't throw the chairs right. Yeah, I'm sorry your nuts didn't shrink enough this week. You're <laughs> eliminated from Tough Enough. You are not Tough Enough. <laughs> Try some more. Try rubbing some cream on your taint. Um, Is that how that works? I guess probably. I, I just I think that should be how it works. Yeah, you ever should be tame cream. Slather a little lather on the gooch. That's what you do. That's how we do it. Lather in the gooch. How lather we in the gooch. That's, Is that what this episode is called, Julian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's look at the other world championship match. Jinder Mahal. Jinder <laughs> Mahal retains over Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> I mean, it's... yeah, it's fine. Let's just move on. Yeah. Do we need to talk about this? No. Do but, we uh, have to? It happened. It had a it what? Did. It had a th- f- one-hour build. <laughs> I will say one thing that I realized while it was happening, I think it's the first time that, like, two dudes of Asian descent have been yes, up for the top so you, titles. You had said that, yeah. Um. So that's cool. It is no- it's certainly notable. It should be marked as a milestone. I wish the match had been... A little. I don't. Maybe their styles don't match. Maybe it's because there just wasn't. We didn't have skin in the game as, as an audience to really care about why these two guys were fighting outside of hmm. it's for the title. Uh, and they're they kind of painted themselves into a corner. And that Shinsuke as champion makes a ton of sense and reaches a huge Asian audience, which WWE likes as a corporate entity. But then you have Jinder Mahal who is appealing to Indian audiences, which is also another huge Asian market. Oh, and the, oh my God, the Indian, look, the Indian announce team is unreasonably hot. They are fucking pretty. Are the the Singh brothers good looking? Yes. One, I thought one of them was. The one that has less forehead. Yes. That's the one it's I'm okay. talking about. I'll give them both. I no, think the Singh brothers are incredibly attractive. They seem really good looking dudes. I feel like one of them, one of them looks very looks very attractive, and the other one looks like a less attractive version of the first. I think you it just like, happens because you when you put them together side, side, by, like, side. side by side, then it becomes one of those like goofus yeah. and gallant like. Yeah. yeah. This dude looks different than that dude. Thing. They look different. But they're both good looking guys. They're both good looking guys. I don't agree. But when I'm going to say together, one of them's good looking. <laughs> you like you think one I of them's more good looking? I think one of them is 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 markedly more good looking than the. Other. They can what? both get I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stand on that. Other one's got a great personality, so it all evens out. There you go. That's true. <laughs> Sometimes the beauty comes from inside. Aww. That forehead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Come on. Come on. I love this Shots guys. fired! Oh, that's great. By the way, they uh, that match against Shinsuke, those guys were bumping all over. Like they're so good at taking. I don't understand how they're still walking. Yeah, this, are they made of? Are they putties? Like how does yeah. the Singh brothers work? Because like every time you see them, they're constantly being like thrown against the wall and like all this stuff. Like I don't, I don't think they have backs or spines. Yeah, I have no idea the magic of them and how they work. Um, 
Yeah, kudos to them because literally every match they're in, they are the most bumpinest folks in that match and they are killing themselves. Yeah. And it, I mean, and where are they at with this? I mean, Gender is winning all of his matches via their interference. So yes. mm-hmm. Very soon they're going to have to have a match where those two guys can't come out. There's no way they can get in. I don't yep. know, cage, whatever, something, yeah. right? But does Gender lose immediately at that no, point? No, I think they'll give him a win. Okay, they'll still find I hope, a way I hope to they give him a win. I don't, I don't think they should give him a win over Shinsuke. There are ways to cheat. If he gets a dirty win, I think they could they could do it. Okay. There are ways to, to okay. cheat without extra dudes. Yeah. And that's what he'll figure out because he's the crafty champion who will keep his belt at all costs. That's what I think. Uh, we've also got new tag team champions on both shows. The Usos beat The New Day, and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose beat Sheamus and Cesaro. <sighs> Starting with SmackDown, was The New Day Usos match too good to be on the pre-show? Yes. I missed it. I say the last. The I last. did too. I didn't see it, so I had to go back and watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I will do that was, it. That was. I love those, those. All five of those guys are great. I've seen like bits and pieces of it. You devalue a championship in my eyes as a fan of the product if it is on the pre-show. I agree because you know that they're going out and fighting for what should be the most important thing to them, while half of the people are looking for a place to park their Ford Fiestas. Yeah, or get. I a drive a Ford or... Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah, it was a psychic thing that. How just did? Yeah, is it comfortable? It's a lovely car. That's what made me think of it. Oh, it's, uh, the front seats are very comfortable. The back seats are not for adults. Wow. Uh, well, which is great because that's where you put your child. Yeah, yeah, but when he becomes an adult, I will no longer be able to have this car. Uh, he could scrunch up back there. I guess he could. Maybe he can have his own car. That'd be a good idea too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his own apartment. Yeah, maybe he should get the fuck out when he's an adult. I think so. <laughs> I think, I'm glad you reminded me that he can do that. <laughs> it's time for him to get the fuck out. <laughs> Actually, we don't know. Like, because at this point, like millennials are staying at home until they're like 30. We don't know yeah. what's gonna happen. No, he won't be allowed. Work now. at home, kid. Ain't no, ain't no job. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna change the locks on his 18th birthday. <laughs> Here's your gift, independence. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy. By the way, we're your mother and I are changing our names. Yes. <laughs> we're disappearing. Um, okay, let's. Uh, is it weird that they're hot-shotting the belt back and forth? Because the way I'm thinking about it, it's fine because you have two teams that are both equally great. So for each, either of them could hold the belt at any time. Like, I think it doesn't I feel yeah. like it doesn't feel like the hot potato of of the early 2000s, late yeah. 90s. I don't mind it because New Day held a belt for so long, and the Usos held belts for so long. How long did they hold the tag belt for? At least two months. No, like, but for no, like, like how long three, did they? Three, four months, something like that. No, but their other like their face run before, oh, before that, the they brand held it split. For like 150 days. Yeah, 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 yeah. They held it for a really long time. So because both of these teams have held titles for a really long time, I don't mind it as much. It only really bugs me when it's one of those things where it's like no one is helped by this, but they're both so established on the roster and they've both had these longer title runs that I don't care. Right. I personally think. All like there's just too many title changes. Period for my taste. Now they had like five title changes, yes. on that night. Um, and I think they're kind of they all feel hot shotted. Like even though gender, for instance, is not he hasn't dropped the belt and mm-hmm. it's all through nefarious means. At least I feel like it's, it's going somewhere. When he, and that belt mm-hmm. is going to be made a little bit more valuable by him having held on to it for a while. Where like you know they, when they do go the titles go back and forth. It not only makes the titles feel less special to me, it makes the moments feel less special to me when people win them. So I would like them to hot shot just a little less. I, I agree I with that. you. I think it's also tough. Like, I like Jinder as champion. I would like him to be a champion for a long time, and it seems like he will be. I agree. But I, do you both get the sense, 
as fans watching that he's someone who they do not have plans for at WrestleMania. Like, mm. by that he is somebody who will hold the belt for a while, and then they're, like, the money feud is this, instead of going, you know what, he has the belt, and we, while we want to plan that far ahead, we need to be a little bit flexible here, because what he, I don't think he's caught fire yet. I think it's a, it's a very slow burn, but I think he can get there, mm. and they will, they will cut his legs out from under him if they take that belt off. Yeah, and I'm, and I've, been, I've been thinking about that a lot. Every time I see him, I'm like, man, I, I give him a look, and I'm like, when he loses that belt, is he at now at the point where he will still be a main eventer? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. No. And, and that's like, ah. And honestly, like when he loses that title, I don't know if he'll even still be on TV. Wow. Right. Let's be like, let's be real. I don't think he'll still be on TV, and that's kind of a bummer. Well, you better hold it forever then. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking forward to the new team of friendship with Dean and Seth? Yes. Of course you are. I'm not guilty. Why are you looking at me? You know how I feel. I want to hug both of them. Yeah. At the same Very time. closely yeah. and tight. Yes. Why do I think you don't like Dean Ambrose, Mike? Because sometimes I don't. But you have but a then, sh- then other I saw times a picture I do. Of you, like a picture of you at a show or like for a magazine or something. You yeah. Gotta, that day that unstable. I bought that shirt, I really liked him a lot. Ambrose <laughs> Asylum shirt, right? Isn't yeah. that what you have? Uh-huh. I was a huge Dean fan at one point. And I still think, I, I'm telling if they if they just turn the corner of making him a little more dangerous, I feel like he could be so completely crazy. Yes, over. more dangerous crazy, less wacky crazy. Yeah, nope. I don't want to see bugs, that clothesline ever again. Yeah. Like right. now it's getting to the point, he does that clothesline at big shows. You hear the audible groan from the crowd. You hear it Mm-mm. when he, he goes. He does seem to get caught up. But he did it on Monday night. It led to a side effect. A lot of times it doesn't work, at least the first time. And then he has to, he has to stun them. Ugh. But I agree. It was I liked it for a hot minute, and then I didn't like it anymore. Uh, let's talk about beach balls for a second. Oh, no. I, the, that's the beach, beach balls are the true heel. I'm not going to ask if it's okay for beach balls. I'm not going to ask. I get it. I get why people are knocking them around. Don't be a dope you're there to watch a show you are not the show why would you pay all of that money and then fucking play you you know you could play with a beach ball at home right can i tell you what a what a huge missed opportunity arose from this though Hmm. so you have cesaro Hmm. go grab the beach ball out of the crowd during their tag match and rip it up and the crowd boos they're upset some of them are excited because Cesaro came close to them and stole Beach Ball away. But how do you not the very next night have them come out and have him cut a promo on audiences in general telling them how stupid they are and they care more about Beach Balls and they don't deserve to, to see them wrestle? And yep. like that is, that is the kind of thing ECW would not have let go. I, I would say that, yes, he should do that. I do see that him doing that the next night. In the same building could have gone really bad. That though. is fair. You know what? And and there is like, because I do, the idea of that to me does seem like it's so common sensey. Right. But considering it is, they were in the same building for a, a year. I don't know. How long it, felt, yes, like, it felt, yes. Uh-huh. I, I feel very old after this They week. live there now? I feel like we all live there. There's like the Branch Davidian compound. Yeah, yeah, they all, but that's why Jay-Z don't own it anymore because now they do. Um, yeah. And so it, it could, you're right, like, if a lot of those people probably were there all weekend and made a weekend of it. Um, and so that makes it more difficult. Whereas if it was a different audience and, like, say they went to, 
Ooh, not Philly. Um, <laughs> ooh, not Boston. So, ooh, not Chicago? Ooh, Iowa. Not Chicago. Iowa. Literally <laughs> anywhere else. Yep. Seattle, somewhere. Um, they went somewhere else after that. Then, yeah, you cut that promo. But because, you're right, Mike, because they're in Brooklyn still, I think that that makes more harm than good because it's the same people. Let's talk about AJ Styles and Kevin Owens who had a really good match with Kevin mm. Owens delivering this line. By the way, if we were putting stuff over this week, that was what I was going to put over. That's 100%. Great. So great. Mm-hmm. Is he the best actor on their roster right now? Like, in terms of portraying a character and portraying yes. it to the hilt? Yes. Is there anybody better than him? I don't no. think he's that good backstage, though. With the, really? with, the, with the written lines, I don't think so. Oh, my God. You didn't like his segment where he's walking around with the referee shirt? I did First of all, the, inter- the, the, the whole Brazongo thing was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. Especially, I think they're great actors. Especially Dango trying to grab the <laughs> two-finger pincer grab of the shirt, like sneak it away from him. Yeah. I thought he was great. I think with Kevin mm. Owens, like the trick is that every time I've seen something that's been really compelling from him, it feels like it came from him. Right, yes. Like there was that one backstage exclusive Exclusive WWE segment <laughs> where he just like was sleeping on some risers or something and he like refused to get off. Um, and that was amazing. I feel like with Kevin Owens, just like give the man bullet points and let him go because the best stuff that he does is the stuff that he comes up with in the moment. Yeah, he's not only is he great at playing to the whole house, but he plays right. to the camera beautifully. Yes. Like he just he just gets it. He's camera aware and like it's just like all that. like really gr- like just smart awareness of every the 360 performer. Yes. I love watching him. It's like that work. house show where Roman Reigns could not stop laughing. Oh, because he is, was in the headlock and telling the, breaking down his income for yeah. somebody <laughs> in the audience. So great. Uh, finally, hey, ladies, Sasha Banks. I, I love, you know what? I don't like Sasha Banks with the belt. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to see you guys at oh, your next look barbecue. At those eyes. Go look ahead, look at, at me like that. Do you really eyes. disagree that she should not have the belt right now because Uh-oh. she doesn't need it? The survey says? She agrees. She agrees. She's going to say, oh, there's the eye roll. She agrees. She had to consider it. I hate you. You have to put your heart aside. I don't like I love Sasha. I think she's such a talented performer. And I do. And I will say, I think this is her first win at a pay-per-view that wasn't, like, her first title win for the women's title. At a pay-per-view. At, like, a Raw or something. It's nice for her to get that moment. I knew as soon as she came out with that fucking thing on that everyone was going to say she looked like the Velociraptor or whatever that was. I did see that meme. And it happened immediately. And as soon as she came out with it, I was like, oh, fuck, you going to look like that bitch-ass dinosaur that killed Newman. (laughs) And then they did. It's fine. (laughs) She came out late, too. So it was like, oh, baby, did you come out late because you had to put on your Velociraptor outfit? I think she had to, like, hold it up. Too. It looked like yeah. it kept trying to unfold on it. Yeah. Tough thing to wear. That's tough. But I get it, and it's peacocking, and it's great. I just liked it better when she was being held by two niggas. Like, that was, like, better for me <laughs> when it was just, like, dudes picking her up and, like, walking her into the stage. I just— Personally. I like I like a heel Sasha with the, with the title— the yes. face Sasha. I'm I'm over face Sasha. I'm over And I know this Sasha. is a shift. This wasn't the original plan— I, th- I think they probably could have just kept the belt on Alexa for longer. I think so, too. I think a little longer. Yeah. Look, just to 
put more juice in their feud. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. yeah, could have went on a little longer. Yeah, I uh, uh, I will always encourage and love Sasha having the title, but um, yeah, I don't. I'm and y'all. I've been talking about this for months. I'm mm-hmm. way over heel Sasha or, or face, face Sasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face Sasha's just kind of like she's not Sasha. Sasha's not a face. Yes. Sasha makes little girls cry. Yes. That was how our love began. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we have a moment of silence now for the light-up belt? Oh. For Naomi's light-up belt, which is no Oof. more after what Natty a... Neidhart tapped her out in the middle of the ring. What? Natty's got to use that belt at some point, right? I don't know. She's got the new, she's got her, her plates are real cute. I she love got, her, her with the heart, heart with the wings on it. They're I just great. feel like it would be such a heel move for her to come out one time, maybe a pay-per-view, maybe something else, where she's got the light-up belt with her plates on it. And then drop it in the garbage and pull out hers. Yes. Yeah, that would be a great heel move. I, I don't know if they, they would do, do that it. with her. Yeah, I don't think they, can, they would do that or, or can do that. I am glad that Natty got a win. Yeah. Natty deserves a win. She, she has been on the roster. She is a veteran, yada, 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 yada. I wish that... Naomi's title reign was more than don't wrestle, don't wrestle, don't wrestle, don't wrestle, Lana, 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 for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, she like did. Like, I wish, although I will say, and I could be wrong, but I feel like that match with Natty was her strongest match as champion. It was yeah. a good match. I, I just, um, wow, man, there's just nothing they've done with Natty in the past. Six months made me believe that she was capable of beating Naomi for the championship. Yeah, six just, months or like longer? Probably years. Like yeah. but many, I, like I'm a, trying but to like a bunch of years, right? I'm trying to think about just as long as I can actually remember, which is just since the superstar shakeup when she was mm. welcoming committee and all of that. She's just not put in a position to look like a true contender to me. So that was just a really surprising move. I think she's gotta like I'm sorry, you gotta ditch the heart shit, Natty. You think so? Yes. I think you got your fucking is she, what is she? What does she do at that point? Anything else. You mm. gotta ditch the heart shit. Because I think the heart stuff holds her back. Because there's all this like, I think that Charlotte was able to take that legacy and use it. I don't think that Natty or and the writers have been able to take that heart legacy and use it in such a way where it's like, oh, compelling heel shit. Got well, it. and Charlotte didn't really spread her wings until she turned on her legacy. Yes. Which I think That's if true. Natty did that, then she could keep that going, yes. but turn all the heart fans against, like, make people care. And she's yes. she's one of those, like, I would always buy her winning the championship because she's one of the best workers in the company. Yes. And just nobody notices what she does because she's an old school, like, rest hold wrestler. Mm-hmm. And... We don't see that a lot anymore. That's that's what's going to be interesting to see about Bobby Roode, whether he catches on. He's got that style as well. Jinder Mahal works that style mm-hmm. as well. They're three very similar competitors, all, all of whom have Canadian. They're all now. Canadian. They're Canadian. Yep, it's that very Canadian and and Jinder came up in Stampede. Style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so for me, I guess like they rest too hard on the heart thing, right? And like don't feel like they have to give Natty any fucking other thing to do. And her outfit was the best it ever was in SummerSlam. Her outfit was amazing. Yeah. And that really, like, helped to I sell. I don't know how she gets in and out of those things. Bruh, I have no idea. I mean, like, I don't Coconut see where any, any openings are big enough. What if you have to fart? You oh, the mesh is going no, right. It's it's going mesh. right in her no, nose. No, there's all right that up. mesh. It goes yeah. out of the holes through the mesh. Oh, that's true. That's what okay. the mesh is for. Yeah. For a while, remember? Oh, yeah, she was, she... see? Oh, didn't she dude her pants once in Total Divas or peed in her pants or something? 
No, they would do this on WWE yes, TV. Yes, they did it on TV. Just, like, fart. fart. That was her joke. That, oh, Lord. Over it. Promo, Natty would fart. Over but it. But she, she actually did, like, crap her pants or something once. On, on, on Toad on, Steve's? On Toad Steve's, yeah. Ah, I don't remember. She I either peed or crapped her. She's like, oh, oh, my goodness. Did anybody see? I think I peed my pants. I peed my, oh, my I goodness. Oh. But, yeah, so I just Sounds don't. Sounds like real I, compelling television. Yeah. <laughs> All right, finally, let's spend some time getting into some of the other things that happened this week. After Cena beat Corbin on Sunday, it looks like he and Roman Reigns will eventually face each other. Uh, God, I don't like Clown Cena at all. He he really undercut that segment for me as an audience member. Uh, look, because he was the only one not taking it seriously. And the first, the really that was first... the reason why people didn't. Because that's the shit that but, that he would do, or that his character would do, that would make people like not into him. The first really huge mistake they made, if they wanted any any sort of positivity in the segment with Roman and John, they had to have Roman come out first. You had to. You had to have Roman come out there and start talking shit. Then when Cena's music hits, there's a chance somebody is into him. Yeah. Having Cena come out first. And talk and talk and fucking talk in Brooklyn like anybody there gives a damn what he has to say. That was so stupid. Not this weekend. No. <sighs> Everyone said the match with Big Cass would suck, but it did. We're not going to talk about it, <laughs> but unfortunately Cass has fallen prey to the injury bug, judging by... The way the match carried out, hopefully he's not injured for no, no. too long. He's out. He's out six to long? nine months. Yeah, he's or something. out for like almost a year. He yeah. tore his ACL. Yeah. He's gone for a year. Six yeah, to nine fun. months. Well, yeah. Johnny, you won the bet. He's not going to get that world title for the end of the year. I'll send you twenty bucks. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it! I knew that booking would screw it up if he stayed around and put the belt on him. I just yeah. know that they would have done it. Well, it's a shame. Sorry. Uh, I hate to see somebody injured. Hate to see someone injured. Hate to see someone injured. We hate to see somebody injured. Dot, dot, dot. Bye, Enzo. I can't. What's the, what is there for Enzo to do now? Nothing. Frenzo? 205 no. Live? 205 Live. He just showed up. He confronted You Neville. saw that, right? He, he did? He did? Oh, yeah, no. He Enzo was on 205 Live? Yes, you guys did. Yeah, Enzo oh, showed Lord. up to 205 Live. I didn't oh. hear about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he walked, so fucking, <laughs> so Neville was doing his fucking awesome, amazing shit, and then all of a sudden there's Enzo for some reason. And, and the crowd like, went, wow. <laughs> I was the crowd like. That's my, that's the noise that I associate with that little dance he does. Where a he little fake like a running man, yeah. What, to the 20 people who are still there cheer for him? <laughs> that's fine. Well, I, so hope, look, I hope he on. elevates the show because those guys deserve more attention. I agree. I'm not, I, listen, I'm not knocking the product at all. I'm knocking the decision of when they run it yep. and when they hold it. Yep. Boo. Okay. Um, womp, 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 womp. <laughs> do we really have to talk about Finn beating Bray Wyatt? Do we have to as the demon? I just, I will say this. Did it matter? It was the funniest thing because I think it was Michael Cole. One of them was like, and Bray Wyatt fell into Finn Balor's trap. And I tweeted like the the trap of Finn Balor set of being in a match against Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Like it's just Bray, like of course you lost. You're Bray fucking Wyatt. You lose matches. That's, you, you have weird dreadlocks. Who had the better dreadlocks between the two? Finn's because he can take them off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good call. It's a Finn, good call. into my trap, Finn. <laughs> I'm going to let you beat me for three years. <laughs> and then when you least expect it, I'm going to leave Finn. <laughs> I'm going to visit Randy, my son. I'm going to let you beat me for three years, Finn. Three years, Finn. And then after three years, we're going to fight again. <laughs> fight again, Finn. And I'm going 
I'm going to surprise you by letting you beat me. <laughs> but only one more time before my next loss to you, Finn. <laughs> only and one then, more time. And then, two, and then two more losses. <laughs> I have a lantern. I lost a match with my underwear this morning. <laughs> I was trying to put them on after the shower and I fell over and it laid on top of me for three seconds. <laughs> and now my underwear won't give me my lantern back. <laughs> Finn. Finn, I want my lantern back. Randy, <laughs> tell Finn to give me my lantern back. <laughs> tell him to talk to my underwear. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say it. I like Finn Balor, but that looked like the opening number to Cats when he came out and was doing that clawing and crawling. Do not need to see the demon, but once a year. So yeah. if he, if that demon stays in the jar, wherever that thing is kept until next August, I am fine with good old Finn Balor and his popped collar coming in to kick ass. You ever seen It's Sunny in Philadelphia uh-huh. and they do that thing, the, the, the Nightman Cometh play? Oh, it does look like Nightman <laughs> and Cometh. Ma- and Mac is like, I'm going for gasps. Gasps. <laughs> And I love Finn and I love the demon, but when they don't commit fully, and you can tell this is one where like the demon came out because when Finn's really into it, they change it for like the different seasons and the different whatever. When this one came out, I was like, oh shit, Finn's going for gasps. Mm. And he didn't shave. There's still some beard. He under always there. doesn't shave though. Does he? I feel like he's done it shaved mm-hmm. before. I don't think he really shaves. It's always there's always that beard stubble, which I'm fine with because you know. He's usually like a different kind of attractive venom, and this time he was just venom, which is fine. All right. The demon is great and exciting and blah, blah, blah. I just like, I like when the demon's something different. I like when it's not when he's like, I'm in New York, so now I'm Howard Stern demon or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it would be. Oh, that was he just different. has Baba Booey written on his back. <laughs> okay, come on. That would be funny, and you would pop for that. He's made up like Beetlejuice. <laughs> just comes in, oh, me? Uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, okay, so... Shelton Benjamin debuted on SmackDown, and if you didn't have your volume up or your closed caption on, you didn't hear either of the things that he said. I mean, uh, really? Are you excited Slow to have him down back? and talk. I mean, is he, has he still not learned how to speak on television? Yeah, no, he makes yeah. Shaq sound like a human megaphone. Oh, my God. He, we'll see how this yeah. works. Hey, are you excited to be here, Shelton? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to be tagging with... <laughs> Yeah, are you excited about that? <laughs> hey, your mama's back. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Danielle? Of uh, Sheldon Benjamin being back? Yeah. <laughs> I think that it's great. And he's tagging with Chad Gable. I think that that's fine. Look, it's one of those things where it's like, of course I want them to tag because I think it's amazing. But it's like, you can't just swap black people. That's like, true. You can't just be like one for one. We put like... I, again, I, this, I feel bad because I've tweeted all of these thoughts because they are my real thoughts. I'm just, just like, I'm just teeing you up here. I'm you can't up. fucking just swap out both of Kurt Angle's fake black sons and think <laughs> that we don't notice. And when that's what they did, and so it's fine, man. Sheldon Benjamin, you forget how tall that dude. Yeah, is. I had no he idea is. It was that Gable. tall. He's like, he's like eight Gables. Um, <laughs> he's two Jordans and eight Gables at least. So it is one of those, and you know what? And they're going to be great. And when they tag together, it's going to be super interesting and very, very compelling. Um, I really feel bad for Jason Jordan. Sean Benjamin is going to turn on him, and they're going to feud. You know that, right? It's I hope obvious. So. Well, I hope that doesn't Shump mean Benjamin he has, doesn't want to be in that tag team. I hope yeah. that doesn't mean he has to talk. 
<laughs> well, you know what they say in the Benjamin family. They always say. <laughs> so remember that I when will. you see that match happen. I'm still I'm excited to have Shelton Benjamin back. I'm a yes, I'm very excited to have him back. If he turns, I think that's a way more compelling story than him just sliding into fucking someone else's unitard. <laughs> Okay. Well, that does it for Tights and Bites. <laughs> we are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Daniel Radford and Mike Eagle along with me, Hal Loveland. Our producer is the Millennial who's killing wrestling. Why are you doing it, man? Julian Burrell, senior producer at Maximum Fun, is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music. We're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter. And if you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends wherever your pods are cast. Thank you so much to all the Maximum Fun members who have chosen to support this show and keep the lights on in this little studio when we're in here recording every week. We'll be back next week for even more. You guessed it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> womp, 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 womp. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson and Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.